What's the big deal, deal? Where can you get pizza, bread twists, specialty chicken, and more for just $5.99 each? Is it at Domino's? He hands off hand-tossed pizza and a marble cookie brownie. He's going, going, going! There's a lot of variety on the radio and at Domino's, too, where you can... Two item minimum pan pizza, bone and wings, and bread bowls will be extra. Ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. It's cutting into your exercise time. <coughs> it's stabbing you in the back nine. <coughs> and it's attacking your peace of mind. <sighs> it's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Straight Talk fans, this is episode 101, and what a great way to kick off the next 100 with my next guest. Please welcome to the Straight Talk show today via phone, Lil Blay. How are you, sir? Lil Blay, Lil Blay, Lil Blay, I'm doing good, homie. How you doing? I'm, I'm living the dream, man. I'm talking to you. It's, uh, it's, I've actually had a chance to see you wrestle twice within the last two weeks, and both matches were uh, pretty amazing. They were at Crossbody Pro Wrestling. Uh, you took on Pretty Ricky. And then last weekend, I saw you take on uh, Mark Wheeler, who I actually just interviewed a couple weeks ago. So that's uh, super stellar, man. Both matches were fantastic. Hey, everybody. Oh, man. I, yeah, you see me doing my thing, living my dream. That's what's all about. That's my dream right there, getting to wrestle. Homies like that. Goddamn. I had to almost knock my breath there on Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, that match was pretty intense on uh, on both sides. So, one kind of standard question I always kind of start off with and ask, and I'm always intrigued by what I like to call defining moments. And everybody in this business that either does podcasts like myself or just fans or are actually in the business like you are, all have defining moments where they fell in love with wrestling. Do you remember your defining moment? Well, uh, there's... I kind of got two to find the moments, you know what I'm saying? Uh, basically, kind of the same thing. When I was uh, when I was a kid, I've seen mainstream wrestling come to Windsor, Nova Scotia, and it turned out that the two guys that were in the match eventually broke me into the business, like a couple of years later. And uh, it was Sidewalk Sam and Dice versus Chris Hamrick. And X Ray Kyle Cruz in a flame and tables match. And uh, X Ray Kyle Cruz put Scott Lock Slam, Sam, through a flame and table at the Windsor Accident, at the uh, Windsor Community Center. I was like, yeah, I want to be your best. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty damn cool defining moment, man, to see one human being throw another human being through a flaming table. 
That's definitely a memory for sure. I thought he was going to catch a snowball car. He literally out with, like, lighter fluid and the flames right up. They were touching the ceiling, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. So how old were you when you saw that? Oh, man. I must have been, like, 10 years old. Wow. That's that's quite young to be exposed to something as extreme as that. So when did you um when did you start your training? And uh, who did you train with? Uh... Well, when I started training, I was 17 years old. I was 17 years old when I looked up wrestling schools. I, I sat up a few one day and I was like, I'm going to do something productive. And uh, I remember my old man was watching a macho man biography. And I typed in uh, wrestling schools. And uh, Devin Chicks, Devin Chicks had a school in Dartmouth. So, and I found that, and I was 17, and I started going up there for about a month and a half, and uh, a month into it, I had my first match. Wow, a month in, you had your first match, eh? That's crazy. So you must have taken, you must have taken to it, like, right away. I mean, how was that first bump? I'm always intrigued, because I've never stepped in the ring myself, but I really appreciate what you guys do, and you guys, like, put your bodies on the line every day. Every day, and you literally are the one sport that works 300 plus days a year. Sometimes you may be working 365, depending on, you know, as long as you have a clean bill of health, no crazy injury, stuff like that. So, uh, how was that first bump? Like, I'm always intrigued by that. When you took that first bump in training, and you your back hit the mat, and you realize it's only a little, like, inch or two thin padding, followed by two by fours, followed by, like, plated steel. How was that first bump when you took it? Were you like, oh my God, what have I got myself into? Or were you like, yes, this is exactly what I want to do with the rest of my life? Well, really, the first bump stopped the boat as much as my first match. So <laughs> that's kind of what I thought. Man, I was like, what? I was like, there's got to be an easy way to do that. And uh, eventually, I figured it out, but. Uh, I knew I wanted it. There's only one other person that started with me in my class. Or I didn't even call it a class. I was the only one that trained, so I didn't really have anybody come up there. Like, I was the only person that came up that, that like, little gap, that little window of opportunity. And, uh, and then I moved to West, to Alberta, and started chain and went positive damage. That much to progress Okay, so you you started off Nova Scotia, then you relocated yourself to Alberta. That's a that's a pretty far pretty far gap. Did you move? Was like was it like a family move, or was it just you saying, you know what, I I got to grab the bull by the horns, and I've got to go to a, a little bit more of a, a school where I, I might get some more co- productive training, as in actually having like sparring partners and stuff like that. Okay. All right. Well, we won't get too hardcore into that then, but situating to Alberta and then you got the training there and the character. I got to tell you, I love the character. I'm a big fan of hip hop myself and I love the character. I love how you kind of freewheeling and put yourself out there. So where did the incarnation, if you will, of Little Blade come to exist? Was it something that you worked on right from the get go or did you kind of go through multiple character transitions to get to that character that you play so well now? 
I just kept listening to the advice that was given to me. And uh, first, it just pieces. Different different people that had uh, good opinions on things would all gave me the same opinion. But like, no, nobody, none of these people really knew each other, but they all like gave me the same advice. So I kind of put it together. It all, it all started one time. My friend looked at me and was like, I like you. It's like nothing about you. So <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. And then I would put on like, Snack the Ripper. And so I was like, why don't you just make this your gimmick? Like, this is you. And then, uh, really, it was called Dark Side Really? And then he, he, he's like, well, why don't you try this, this, this? And I was like, all right, we can try it. Like, I don't know if it's going to work, but let's try it. But if we don't do it, if we don't do it, we're going to go, like, above and beyond with it. Like, we're going to do this. Like, we're going to do it properly. And if we do it properly, it should work. So, and now I got, you know what I'm saying? I got the grug on my head. I just had the arms, the tattoos, you know, those feeling that. Like, nobody. Yeah, you know what? It's... Yeah, no, it's a, it, it really is a, a fantastic character, and it's a character that offers a lot of layers. It, it offers the enjoyment for the fans. It gets them involved with your intro, and that's one of my, that's one of my, the things I love actually about the whole thing is how when the ring announcer, at least both times I've seen you, the ring announcer is about to announce the match, and then he gets a little, you know, a little something in his earpiece, and then he says, excuse me for a few seconds, then your music hits, and you come out, you do the whole song around, you do the dance, which is completely epic. And then you get in the ring and you do that awesome introduction. Can you, some of our listeners who may not know you so well, can you give that, that introduction that you do for yourself before the match starts? I can do that. All right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I hail from the ghetto streets of Windsor, Nova Scotia. I'm weighing in at a 185 bag of white trash. My name is No Blay, No Blay, No Blay, and I spent five racks on new boots. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. So as you progressed in your career, and, you know, you got more matches and more opportunities. And it's been on the indie scene, but you definitely could tell that, you know, you're making the right moves and the right decisions and you're getting to wrestle some great talent. And great talent is getting to wrestle you, who is also another great talent. Is there anybody on the indie scene that any any of the matches that you've had thus far in your career that kind of stand out to you as like, you know what, that right there is one of my best bodies of work thus far? Is there one match that kind of sticks out with you? Like, the ones out of the ones I've seen, I really enjoyed the one with Pretty Ricky, but that's a little bit more comedy oriented because that's kind of Ricky's style. But the match with Mark Wheeler, you both really got to show off your skill sets. You got to show off your speed, your agility, how fast you you really are, and actually your strength is quite deceiving. I I wouldn't know how strong you are until I saw you. I mean, Wheeler's probably got 40, 45 pounds on you, but you threw him around the ring a couple times pretty hard. 
So I give you kudos on the strength aspect as well. It's very, you wouldn't know it unless you saw it. So, but is there one match that, that you've had thus far that sticks out and you're like, yeah, that's, that's kind of the best story that I told in the ring so far? check it out but it sounds like it was definitely stellar i mean i've interviewed aiden prince he's actually a very good friend of mine he's fantastic talent uh channing decker i've seen a bunch of times haven't been able to get him on the show but you better believe i'll track him down so if you're talking to him again put in a good word for me okay <laughs> i'll see him this weekend he's coming down for the show he's wrestling Oh, perfect. So you're gonna you're gonna put in a good word and be like, hey man, I interviewed George from or George from Straight Talk interviewed me, man. He's top notch. You got to get on the show. I'm gonna use the word top shelf instead. Top shelf. I love it. I love it. It's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> so, what about your influences? Because from your style, I can see a lot of different things. You you have a great ground game. Like I said, the speed is there. You're a high flyer when you can when you want to. So what about your influences? Who are some wrestlers that you, you look up to wholeheartedly as like some of the, the biggest guys for you that influence you the most, whether it be, I don't know, maybe a Shawn Michaels, uh, Edge, uh, Christian, uh, a Jericho, who is little blaze influences in the ring guys that he looks up to, or maybe even girls that he might look up to. Well, you see, my three, I kind of think of, you want to take parts of, I want to take parts of the three, my three favorites, because I really like The Undertaker, Rey Mysterio, and Mankind. So if we can have a gimmick like The Undertaker, be able to move like Rey Mysterio, and keep it as real, Mankind. That's dope. Man, That's 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 got layers. That's deep. That's very, very deep. And I, I appreciate that. And you're right. You Speed like Rey Mysterio gimmick like Taker, which is iconic, but keeping it 100 like Mankind or Cactus Jack McFoley, whatever you will. So in your wrestling, when you go into an event and you're you're on the card for that night and the promoter comes up to you and says, okay, you're wrestling so-and-so tonight and it's going to be uh, just a regular match or you're wrestling so-and-so tonight and it's going to be a stipulation type match. Do you get more revved up and excited for just the regular matches or are you more revved up and excited for the stipulation matches, whether it be, like you said, uh, you know, tables match, hardcore match, last man standing match, uh, you know, Iron Man match. Like what, what's the stipulations that you kind of like, or are you just more just excited about just the classic one-on-one -on -one match? Well, in all, in all the, 
Well, I get most excited for a ladder match. If anybody's listening to this and wants to book me in a ladder match, I, I get excited about ladder matches. But uh, I, I really like, well, the kind of, I don't know, I, I'm just excited to wrestle, to be honest. Like, stipulations to make it cool. Everybody loves to hit someone on the head with the chair, you know what I'm saying? Going to a table. And that's why I was getting excited when I seen him wrestling the table back there, because we know. Well, he's hardcore, so like hardcore is awesome, but then uh, I'm a little play hardcore, so like you know it's gonna be, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna be different than any, and I'm not gonna do anything the same as anybody else is doing because I'm not blind and nobody's the same as me. So I'm, it's just sweet to be able just to, uh, I guess it's apply my flavor to whatever match they give me. Or even if it is a singles match, it's like, okay, now it's my flavor of this person. And then, like, when you start putting things flavors, I'm thinking of stipulations. I'm just, I'm just always so excited to wrestle. Yeah, I can see that. I can really see the enjoyment. And you can see that in most people who choose to step into that ring. You can see the enjoyment that they have. And if there isn't the enjoyment, then they should probably rethink their decisions. But with you, I could, I could see a lot of... A lot of things. I can see how much you, you absolutely love the business, how respectful you are of the business, and how, like I said, the character is top-notch. I've had the pleasure of seeing you wrestle twice, and I've had the pleasure of speaking to you after the matches, and you are probably one of the most genuine people that I've ever spoke to. When I came up to you last week and when I saw you introduce myself, I gave you my card. Right away, you were very accommodating. You were like, absolutely. And I've even seen you with the fans, whether it be the older fans or the little kids, you really go the next step. And that's something that sticks, always going to stick out in somebody's mind. So if there's any little boys or girls that are watching this and they're thinking about living out this dream like you are now, is there any advice that you would want to pass on to them that might have been given to you or any advice that you've learned in your time in the business so far? When you look down and you think, you know, some little boy or little girl walks up to you at a show and says, man, I love you. You're like my favorite. I can't wait to like get in this business one day. You know, any advice for me? What would you tell that that kid standing in front of you asking about this business? Yeah, I'm going to learn something if you want to learn something. You're going to learn it. Like, if you really want to learn something, you'll learn it. But if you try to put knowledge on yourself and you're not actually there to learn, you're not going to progress or move forward. So when you go to school... And they're like teaching you, you're not paying attention because you don't work there. That's why you're not going to proceed. But if you go to school and you want to learn, then you're going to learn and then you're going to pass. And if you apply that to anything that you're actually going to learn about, if you want to learn how to be the best professional wrestler ever, you will. If that's what you want to learn, that's what you learn. But you have to make sure that when you're applying yourself to something, that that's what you want. Because when you do find what you want, then you'll do it. And well, because you'll want to learn it. Yeah. So you're only going to learn if you want to learn. Good. Again, man, you're, you've got layers to you, bro. You're, you're quite deep. That's quite deep. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. So, what's the end goal for Lil Blay? Like, let's be honest. I mean, wrestling the indies, for sure, it's fun. But let's say that, 
you know, you have an opportunity to go to, I'm going to throw a couple companies out. Let's say you have the opportunity to go to maybe a WWE, uh, maybe AEW, because it's the new, you know, kind of big dog coming up in town. Maybe New Japan, maybe Impact Wrestling, maybe even Ring of Honor. Because those five, I mentioned those five because those are the five I myself watch faithfully. Let's say all the contracts are exactly the same, same amount of dates, same money. Which one would you choose to go to if given the opportunity? And who would you love to run a promo against? Who, if, if any of those promotions, if you have the opportunity, they said, you know, we're going to sign you, you're going to get a deal. Let's boom. Let's right away, any wrestler you want to tangle with, we're going to give it up. Who would you, who would you like to do? And I'm talking about current rosters, active wrestlers right now. Uh, I'm going to be honest, the appreciate your character there too. I think you'd have more uh, control of your freedom with your character there. So I like the choice. I do. I like the choice for you. I think that's the right move to make if given the opportunity. Who would you like to go up against right out the gate though? Who would be the first wrestler you would kind of run a little rivalry with if you could? Honestly, I'd like to wrestle Barry Allen to be honest. I like it. I like it a lot. I think that match would be that would be a barn burner. Would it be a regular? Would it be a regular singles match? Or, I mean, again, I know you love the stipulations. So, would we throw in maybe a ladder? Would it be a, a hardcore match? What would What would Little Blay like to run with Darby Allen if you could? I, I'd like to know what he wants to run against. Like, what do you want to do, bro? That's what I would do. So, so whatever he was game for, you'd be down for one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's where we get that ladder match. absolutely man i think honestly i think that's a great choice i think that's again that's a company that's nurturing their talent a company that doesn't really you know stop or kind of rein in control of the character a company that kind of gives that free reign and yeah you're right everybody wants to go to wwe and you got to kind of earn your stripes and pass through in nxt and then once you get to the main roster we've kind of seen it before where we've seen you know 
guys who were great in NXT come up to the main roster and they lose a little bit of that flavor, as you called it, their own personal flavor. And they kind of lose themselves in the business and in the main roster. Because let's be honest, WWE has some... Well, well, you said you, I mentioned, I mentioned flavor. You mentioned flavor. I didn't say that you said they lose their flavor. I'm just saying whatever flavor they may have gained or however they may have earned their stripes in NXT, sometimes it's my own personal opinion. Sometimes when they get to the main roster, they kind of lose themselves. So I think AEW for you and your character would be more of a, of a great choice because I think you'd have more character freedom there than you possibly wouldn't in WWE. Cause we've seen, I mean, at least I've seen it. I definitely see that you got a lot of characters there that uh, are just very, like, very out there. Like, that's a character that are, like, original characters, I guess. Like, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Uno, and Grayson, and Bucks, and uh, Sonny Kiss, and uh, all kinds of, like, people out there with, uh, like, that's a character. Yeah, and that's, and that's what I mean. I mean, there's more, definitely more character freedom in AEW, in my opinion, than there would be in a, a WWE. So what about, um, for you, what about uh, dream matches? I mean, everybody's got one. Any wrestler in any time period they would love to take, I think maybe I might know your answer, but I'm not sure. But I'm thinking that you would probably kind of maybe lean towards The Undertaker. But if not given, I mean, this is, again, a dream match, a PS4 match, if you will. Who would you love to wrestle with in a dream situation that you couldn't potentially get, like now? I don't know. To be honest with this question, every uh, answer to this question changes every time someone asks me. Like, oh man, if I was like, I still want to hear it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, right now. Eli Everfly. Yeah, you know, again, uh, I love the answers to the questions because you're throwing out you're throwing out curveballs, guys. I wouldn't necessarily expect. So that's that's fantastic. That's a great. You know what? Anybody that we could be looked at with, we got to get we got to figure out how to make that happen. We got to figure it out. Yeah. We got to be able to make that happen. Let's got to put a stamp on that, and for sure. My God, huh. I'm seeing all the possibilities in my head right now. That's impressive. <laughs> um. As far as the business, as it changes and it progresses, there's a lot of kind of hot button topics these days. One is the, you know, pending Wednesday night war between, you know, WWE bringing NXT to USA and AEW dropping uh, on TNT when they start Wednesdays. I believe it's in October, so we're about a month away from when they're dropping. And then there's also the hot button topic of kind of intergender wrestling. And I always am intrigued by this, this question when I ask it because a lot of people have different opinions. Uh, intergender wrestling was very popular during kind of the Attitude Era, especially in ECW. Uh, I actually interviewed Tommy Dreamer a few months back, and him and I kind of talked about that for a little bit. And then it kind of tapered off. It didn't really stop, but it kind of tapered off for a bit. Now it's it's kind of getting that resurgence, especially in the last couple of years. You're seeing more great female talent taking on more great male talent in, in matches. Um, most recently would be on, again, Impact. Uh, Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan was a fantastic match. They did a pay-per-view a couple months back. It was a great match. Uh, have you wrestled intergender? And if you haven't, uh, is that something that, you know, if a promoter came to you and said, you know, let's give this a try, would you be opposed to it? Would you be okay with wrestling a girl? 
Or would you kind of be standoffish about it? Or what's your stance, period, on intergender wrestling? Oh, well, promote right if the story's told correctly any match can be you know a barn burner seven star ten star however you want to word it so you're 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 100 right the story's got to be told correctly the right way to make the story make sense and that's what a lot of people who aren't wrestling fans they don't understand they just see it as for intergender specifically it's you know that's a guy hitting a girl well no there's more to it than that when they're in the ring you're telling a story whether it be facing a woman or facing a man, you're telling a story and you want to present that story in such a way. So your answer was was bang on. Actually, probably one of the strongest interpretations I've heard answers to the question. So I, I thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, one question I'm always curious about, and, and it seems like, because um, you mentioned your dad earlier, so just family. How is your family? Because I've interviewed some wrestlers where their family is against it completely, uh, them wrestling. Their family is kind of on the fence about it, and their family is absolutely thrilled that they're following their dream, and they'll come out to every possible show they can get to to cheer on that wrestler that I've that I've talked to. How is your support system around you in terms of family? Well, right off the bat, I'm gonna go ahead and say that when I was a kid, it was a long portion of time where I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling or listen to rap music. <laughs> And here we are now. <laughs> here we are now. Uh, I remember I get super into it when we went to the shows. One time, Porsche Perez was wrestling and she hit the ropes. And I jumped out of the crowd. I put popcorn down the back for a or whatever. 
that's great though that's great that you have that support system because that's a big deal sometimes you know you kind of you kind of lose your, your family time especially when you're on the road so sometimes when they're coming to that shows you kind of get that bonus time if you will to kind of hang out with your family after the show or before the show and they get to see what you do and what you do in the ring is is fantastic anybody that, that chooses to step in that ring like I said I treat them with the utmost respect because I respect what they do you guys put your bodies on the line for us fans all the time to tell a great story and be entertaining. And that's what, that's at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about the entertainment factor. And you got that in bunches, man. The first time I saw you at Crossbody, when Ben brought you in, and, and Ben is amazing at bringing in great talent, talent that I myself had never seen. And when I saw you, I was like, man, this guy's, this guy's special. The character, the work ethic, you can see that you want it. And that's truly what it's all about. It's all about wanting it and, and, and being in the business. So kudos to you for bringing this character to us fans because it's a special character. And I hope to see it grow so much further than, I mean, you've already started off great. It's growing. I hope to see it grow 10 times more further than it already is. I hope one day I see you on a WrestleMania stage or a, an NXT stage and I'm like, yeah, I interviewed that guy. He's amazing. He's amazing. It's going to happen one day. Yeah, I'm a beanstalk. I'm gonna grow like a beanstalk. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. So, out of all the indie matches you've had right now, we've mentioned a few guys that I myself am familiar with, and I saw you wrestle a few guys. Is there anybody on the indie wrestling scene, like an up and comer, like yourself, you know, earning their stripes, working through the business, going show to show? Is there anybody you haven't wrestled with that you might like, might like to wrestle either here in the Ontario indie scene? Or when they come over to you in the maritime stuff, is there anybody you haven't wrestled that you would absolutely love to get in the ring with if given the opportunity on the indie scene right now? Up and coming on the indie scene right now. Oh, I'm really looking forward to wrestling Martin McCray. Martin McCray, Martin. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes. I saw him. I was at a, a Kingston Chinlock uh, charity show back on Father's Day weekend in June, and he was in the Battle Royal. Man, he is, uh, he's, he's a great character too, man. I love the flashy jumpsuits. Actually, you're taking him on uh, pretty soon, right? If I'm not mistaken, back to school, something like that, September? Yeah. Nice. And where is that show going to be? Maybe, maybe some of my listeners can catch you there. It's Seaway Valley Wrestling in Cornwall, Ontario. Okay, okay. And what date is that for? Uh, September 14th, I'm pretty sure. September 14th. So that'll be, it's absolutely amazing. And is there any upcoming shows that you're going to have uh, after September 14th that uh, some of my listeners may be able to get you at? Uh, yeah, I got Okay, well, let's go. Throw them out there, my friend. Throw them out there. September 20th. Uh, I'm going to 
Your calendar is filling up, my man. You got like gig after gig after gig, and that's and that's incredible. That's incredible. But that that match in Cornwall, I may have to make the trip out there, man. I may have to check that one out because you versus the hot stepper. That sounds intriguing to me, man. That sounds really intriguing to me. So I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to see uh, I might have to see if I can get some tickets to go out to that one, man. It's gonna be impressive. Well, sir, I thank you very much for your time. This has been an absolute pleasure to sit and talk with you. Any chance, anytime I get to talk wrestling with somebody that's in the business, I absolutely love it. I appreciate it that much more. So I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the show. And before we go quickly, did you want to shout out your socials so my fans can kind of look you up and see what's popping with you? You guys can go hit me up on Instagram, that's at LilBlade96, on my Twitter, that's again LilBlade96, you know, that, that Facebook, y'all want to go check that out, that's just LilBlade, and then, uh, you know, Maritime's most wanted up in here, get the hashtag when you listen to this, go check out my boy, uh, down like Dylan Davis, you got the, uh, at the Buddy Russell on Instagram, go check out my boy Marcus Burke, shout out that UCW and NSPW. Smash Wrestling, Limitless Wrestling, Seaway uh, Valley, uh, Wrestling, Crossbody Wrestling. Uh, uh, thanks to all you guys. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, thank you for having me on here. Uh, shout out to my only boss, yeah, the Russian, uh, Brent Atkins, Jesse Bieber, all eight Prince, Jan Decker. Uh, yeah, check those guys out. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Little Blade, thank you so much again for being man. Episode 101, it's been an incredible pleasure talking to you. I appreciate you. And I want to officially let you know you are now a member of the Straight Talk family. Anytime you want to come back on the show and do it again, you got my number, I got yours, you hit me up, we'll do it all over again. Or next time you're in town and maybe you and I are at a show, I always bring my equipment with me. We can do one in person too. I will. You know what? Next time I see you, when I run into you next time, you and I are going to go live on Instagram, and I will do the dance with you. I'm going to do the damn dance, baby. All right. All right. Thank you again so much, sir. It was a pleasure talking to you, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Take care. Well, guys, that was a little blade. That was an absolute pleasure. Great character, great up-and-coming wrestler. Check him out on all his socials. And that's it for 101, man. It's a little bit short, but I loved it. I absolutely loved the interview. I loved how candid he was, stayed in character, all that good stuff. It was a lot of fun. It was a pleasure. So remember, check him out on all his socials. And that's it for 101. This one's in the can. 102, I want to tell you, but by now you know I'm not going to. So make sure you check out all the Straight Talk socials. 
You'll hear it at the end of the show. And don't forget to check out ProWrestlingTees.com. I've got a couple shirts up there. Help support the show. Anything you purchase on there, any money I make goes right back into the show for better production, all that kind of stuff. So please, please, please support the show. As always, I appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen. I am your host, George McKay. That's it for me today. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.